1: Welcome in another edition of the Spare Time Bowling Show. Of course, don't forget, you can download this on your Odyssey app or wherever you download your favorite podcast at. See Sparky for here. Follow me at Sparky Radio. He is Dwight Albert uh, over there at the Spare Time Pro Shop. That's why we have this show called Spare Time Bowling Show. Follow him on Twitter at Dewey 300. He is Phil Brilo, $2 Phil. You know him. Follow him on Twitter at Brew City Bowling. Uh, and... Uh, apparently, uh, Dwight's long, long-time friend, <laughs> yeah. who we never yeah. knew about, uh, joins us now. Uh, he is Scott Wilber, president of Motive Bowling. Scott, thanks a lot for uh, for joining us. Appreciate it.
2: It's great. I'm I'm thrilled to be here. Nobody, you know, I mean, I, nobody. But I mean, I I don't do this stuff very often, so I I don't I I, I will probably do poorly, but I will try my best. That's all I can
1: do. Uh, you'll be fine. fine. You'll you'll be fine. <laughs> uh, okay, so I I'm gonna start uh, real nice and simple what led to the whole beginning uh, of motive bowling and how this whole thing goes? Cause I'll be, I mean, I've growing up, but I never had a dream of owning a bowling ball company. Uh, never really no. thought that was a thing. Oh yeah. Let's go compete against Brunswick and storm. That'll be fun. Like, I know, never crossed my mind. Uh, no. So, so how, how does that whole thing go with you and your brother?
2: Well, I mean, we just, I mean, it, it really was a thing where we've, been, we've been in bowling. My dad started the business like 60 some years ago. Um, he was a chemical engineer And and uh, he did corporate troubleshooting for his, you know, for the company he worked for. And he actually started doing some work for them for Brunswick. Okay. And some of the projects that they would bring to their, his company were too small. Okay. For, you know, some were big, but some were too small for his company uh, to handle. So he, um, so he said, I can, I can do this as a thing of customer service. So he so he started doing these little odd jobs you know for brunswick this grew into eventually a business large enough where he quit doing um the chemical engineering for other companies and he just did it for himself and so that's kind of how you know we started working in bowling we did work for ebonite um we did work for a lot of companies back then rotogrip and you know all kinds of all kinds of you know long time ago companies and then um and then we uh, uh, we actually ended up being Brunswick's biggest Brunswick Bowling's biggest supplier at one point. Um, my dad unfortunately passed away about man like 30, 34 years ago. But um, and we were still fairly small. I'd been I'd been with him for about eight years at that point, seven years. And um, but we tripled in size, and then and then from that, um, my brother and I were doing the engineering, which we were helping my dad already, and we just. Grew it into this, you know, like I said, Brunswick's biggest supplier. Then they decided to move to Mexico, which, you know, is, is obviously their decision. I, I didn't support it. They, you know, I, I wanted them to stay in town. Um, but at that point, we were making all the bowling ball cores for their bowling balls. Um, not all the cores. We were making all the high performance cores. And, um, and we were making lane oils, cleaners, things like that. But anyway they uh they wanted to go and uh we didn't want to go we didn't want to be bought out and have our stuff sent down there we were very pro-america and still am and anyway um and so we so we started we had this fantastic you know the basically state-of-the-art core factory which we had designed developed it was ours um and uh and the engineering was ours and so we um, we're great course. So we figured, okay, what we got to do is figure out cover sex now. And, uh, so we started, you know, basically a bowling ball factory and that's, that's, that's how it starts. I mean, it's kind of one of those things where doors are open and you keep walking through them and you just look for the path, you know, kind of, and, uh, um, you know, God's leading us, you know, I think, you know, into these things and we, we try to, we try to follow that. So, um, that's where we're, you know, that's how we ended up here. And, uh, and so yeah, it's you know you tell people they're like, what do you do for work? And it's like, oh, we got a bowling ball company. <laughs> like, you know, you never run right. into anybody who does that, you know. And so it's, uh, yeah, so it's unusual, but it's a, uh, it's a, it's a great business, and I get to meet wonderful people like yourself so, and Dwight. You know, Dwight and I get to be buddies, and you know, so yeah, it's good
1: cool. stuff. Okay. So now I've, I've got a lot of questions about this. I think you and I could do an hour by ourselves <laughs> sure. um, because I, yeah, I, I'm very, I, we'll, we'll check with you next week. Th- this whole, the whole process of starting a business and then watching a business grow. There are so many different points throughout that business. I just, I'm fascinated right. by all that stuff. So yeah. you have the bowling balls. Now you got to find a distributor, obviously, if you're going to start well, we, putting, we, in-
2: had, we had distributors. Okay. Because we had, we had, um, that's a whole nother story. Okay. See that? I mean, I yeah. got I got so many stories. You're in this business <laughs> long enough. You have lots of stories, because you know. But we uh, we had um, at one point we had manufactured uh, ball plug for DBA. Okay. Right. Sure. Because uh, we did work for Brunswick, we also did work for DBA. I don't know if the bully people yep. will know who this. Anyway, and uh, we were making their ball plug, and uh, and then we came up with this other formula that was much improved Um, because they wanted us to replicate stuff they'd been buying from American synthetics. And so we did that. But then in the process, we were like, this is going to be a lot better. So we, so we developed our own formulation. We were actually going to offer it to them. And then they, uh, we'd only been selling to them for like nine months. Well, then DBA said, Hey, we're, we're going into manufacture on our own. Um, We don't need you anymore. And that was kind of, you know, anyway, anyway, we're like, Oh, and so, we didn't give them this great new formula and we're like we've got this wonderful new uh, ball plug formula they just cut us out of the business after all this engineering we did for it we're going to launch our own product line called TechLine products which is kind of the basis of where motive came from so we started distributing ball plug and so we got distributors all over the world because the ball plug is fantastic and uh it's still state-of-the-art and um and so anyway we uh Um, And so we had distributors all set up. So that was one hurdle that we did not have to really like, you know, go kind of reinvent the wheel. We already had all the, you know, the place, everything in place that once we did the bowling balls, we could just add those back to our distribution chain that we already had established. And that was kind of when we did that, that was, you know, it was kind of one of those things where if we ever needed it, this was a great, you know, option. If we ever have to go into the bowling business or direct we can establish that. So yeah, and yeah, and, and there's there's other nuances to that story that I won't put on radio, but <laughs> you know, but anyway, but uh but you know, it's just one of those things again where, you know, it's like when DBA said we don't want you anymore, you know, and uh we're doing it ourselves, you know, cuz they basically use this as a stopgap measure, but had not mentioned that. Um anyway, that was a door slammed in our face and but yet we, you know, turned lemonade into lemons and, you know, and and, and did something good with it. So again, it's, uh, you just got to kind of, you keep looking for that, that next out, you know, of where we're going, you know, where's this leading us? And so that's, and so it worked out. And then you end up going into the bowling ball business when Project moves to Mexico and suddenly, oh my gosh, your distribution chain is there. And I mean, this is, you know, and I I, I don't want to freak anybody out, but I mean, this is where, you know, you kind of, there's a plan, and, and you know God has a plan for us, and I at least, and I feel like this is very obvious in in the the path we've taken. So um, it's a uh, it's a it's a great thing. So yeah,
0: we we ended up buying our ball plug direct uh, from um, Motive at that time. It was Techline. One right. of the customer service reps, her name was Jamie. She was my contact. I'm sure Scott yeah. remembers yeah. her. Yeah. So, so Jamie calls me one day and says, "We're going to get into bowling balls." And my answer was, "Are you sure you want to do that? You're going up, <laughs> you're going up against the big three at that time, which was Brunswick, Storm, and Columbia, uh, Columbia and Track." What right. year did you guys actually start manufacturing bowling balls at well, the It was like God? in
2: 2000, 2008. We started kind of the process. Um, we, you know, I mean, we one of the things that we did was um, as a kind of a, we, we had invented the graphic system. Okay. And, and we, we, we'd come up with this graphic system and we had not shown it to anybody. We were getting patents on it. And, um, and I, you know, I talked to Brunswick when they were like, we're going to leave. And I was like, well, look, I've got this really awesome system that um, that if you guys would stay here, I would offer that to you, you know, mm-hmm no charge, you can use my patent. And, uh, and you guys can say, or I didn't tell them what it was, because if they said no, obviously, I, I didn't want to, you know, tip our hand on that. And so anyway, they said, No, 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 we're, we're going to Mexico. And I was like, Okay, you know, so, so we had this great graphic system, um, and uh, which was developed by the team here. And, uh, um, and so uh, that was like 2007. But and we, and we worked on it for like a year, a year and a half that and also working on urethanes and stuff but we really started like in 2009 was when we first started selling um but i you know i'm gonna give you guys a little caveat on starting a bowling ball company okay um we my brother and i worked for seven years with no paycheck okay that was and we are putting money in the first five years we're just everything we'd earned our whole lives were just dumping into the company and dumping it in and dumping it in and obviously that became less and less necessary as we grew um but but it was it's you know it's it's a it's a terrible thing but we worked for seven years you know I was basically retired for seven years except for working full-time and and not only just you know living off savings but my savings work. I was building a new business, you know, so it is, it is not easy. And that's why I kind of, you know, people are like, Oh, you're so lucky. You know, it's like, oh, God, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, we paid, we played blood, sweat and tears for this. You know, I had those days where I was just like, Oh, what have I done? You know, when things didn't go well and whatever, but you know, it's, it's just one of those things where it is, it is rough, but you keep, again, you just got to trust and believe, and you just keep going forward and knowing that, um, you know, that there's a plan and trust in the fact that you don't get led to certain destinations for no reason. And and so, yeah, so that's what, you know, that's what we did. And we just kept, and and it's worked out, you know, it's obviously worked out.
0: One, one question I had was, um, one of the guys are my customers and gives me a hand at the shop, Anthony, he had a whole list of questions for you. Um, getting to manufacturing R and D, Um, we call him Mr. Motive in the shop, by the way, so appropriate name for this show. Um, he, he wanted to know how many trial runs on average does it take uh, for you guys to actually come up with a ball shape and motion that you finally make the final product?
2: Great question. And that is, that is a, it is, it is a lot. It is a lot. I would say, um, we probably do somewhere between 20 and 35. I mean, uh, you know, uh, one of the tanks um we probably did a hundred runs on Oof. that trying to get to where we wanted to be because not all of it is just okay we're trying to build this ball a lot of it of what we do is development of of new new ways to make bowling balls okay so some of it is just for information to see if if uh, you know basically throwing mud on the wall and see if it sticks kind of stuff uh, a lot of it, though, is tuning. I mean, we there isn't. I mean, we tell you if the bowling ball is the exact same ball, like you know, a thrill or something like that, or whatever, you know, where or or like the primal shock, exact same cover stock as the original shock, as the Venom shock. We tell you that. If we don't tell you this cover stock is the ex, is the same cover stock from this, it isn't. And so every ball we make is tuned and tuned and tuned. And you know it 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 it's a really long process, but we have this idea of where we want to be, where the current lineup is not reaching the you know the motion that we need. And so we you know we have these targets. I mean, i I mean, you can see where we're at. I mean, e j said it really well. Um, they asked him how how he what he had changed in his game to suddenly win five titles, you know last year. And uh, or this year, I should say, and uh, and he said, well, I, I I'm working at it, but he said obviously it's not just me. Something has changed with the bowling balls, um, where suddenly he has that big edge. And you know you can see what's going on here at the place. I mean, we just won the Lucky Larson. You know, Maria just won the thing, finished second in the Queens. You know the you know the previous tournament, um, and not only did she win the last tournament, but she, we got first and third in the lucky larson we got first and third i mean we've got a lot of great stuff the the equipment is giving our bowlers an edge and you can see we put out a a thing where like where percentage wise you know we start with you know i don't know nine percent of the players on the pba tour and by the first cut or something we're up to you know i don't know what it is but it's it's a much higher percentage you know typically um, it's not always the case, but almost always, always, if you look at the numbers, we're getting more and more, bigger and bigger. And so that's that. And and the other companies have great bowlers; they're wonderful people, great bowlers. But the balls are giving our guys an edge, and that's what you know. Really, to become the top bowling ball company in the world, we just are waiting for people to figure it out. <laughs> you know, for the well, for the majority of people, and uh, yeah. um, because there's some great stuff. And I mean, we've got motion that's never been been seen before and uh um you know you look at some of the new stuff and uh it's it's crazy the new um the new nuclear forge is unreal I mean it's unreal our guys are just and 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 when you watch television with these guys too um you can see there you know it used to be a kind of thing where they were using a lot of venom shocks they were doing a lot of you know this I really like this old ball or that ball all the guys are using all the new stuff now because we've taken another huge step forward Um, and, and, and really our, our whole theory of, of building bowling balls and building this company has been a thing where all we have to do is get far enough ahead motion-wise and performance-wise of everybody that nobody can deny it. And then the floodgates will open and, and the populace will see it. People will know. And and then you know it's it's performance that's going to get us there. We don't. I'm not going to try to outmarket people. I don't have the kind of money that other companies are 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 gleaning from from their product. They, they have tons of sales, so they can just keep throwing money at the at the at the industry and say we're the best. We're the best. We're the best. I can't overcome that. Okay, you can't come from behind with less money and outmarket somebody. But what you can do is you can just say, you know what, we're going to beat you on performance, and that's what our focus has been. And and if you guys, you know, you see the balls now and you run them against somebody else's stuff, it's 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 getting real obvious that mm-hmm. we're okay. that we're the guys.
3: Yeah. Well, along those lines, I mean, the PBA is your biggest outlet for marketing. I mean, you have the national TV with them. You know, 30, 30 dates a year next year in, in 2024. Right. and in twenty twenty four. There's been a couple of rule changes specific to the PBA with the, the the 78 hard listen rule for urethane or urethane like balls and the two no, nothing more than 2 years old. Right. Is that changing how you, any of your R&D or anything of your plans for the PBA uh, Tour for 2024 are happening to get continue to get these bowling balls that you want well, into the into your players hands?
2: Yeah, well the good news is okay, it's like last year there were there were basically six titles um seven titles actually one with legal equipment, okay? that will be legal this year. There were several titles won. We won six of them, okay? And so we haven't made anything that is not going to be legal next year, okay, this upcoming year. And so we really haven't had an issue. Um, I think the biggest issue that we're having, and we're, we're working with Neil Stremmel, who, by the way, is a wonderful guy and, and, mm-hmm. and, and doing great stuff. Um, we're work, working with Neil on some things about... Um, cause we feel like, um, maybe, uh, the urethane like situation is a little bit of a shotgun thing because there are balls that are going to fall into that, that hardness category that don't, that don't soften. Okay. They shouldn't be in, they shouldn't be illegal. And so we're just working, you know, with him to, to make sure that things that are legal, if they're, they stay hard, if they're hard, they stay hard, they don't soften. Those balls should be legal. You know, and so um and our stuff doesn't soften. So we don't have th- this whole this whole thing that you're talking about is not targeted at us at all. We don't have anything that has ever been, you know, brought up or or, or thrown out or anything. We've never been we've never been, you know, like the, the guys who were like, Oh no, you know, I don't I think it's great, you know, okay. the is good. So do
3: you do you feel the PBA and, and Neil Sturmel in particular have been open about their testing on all this stuff? Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. They, okay. they,
2: they try really hard. I mean, and actually, in reality, they're actually more than fair. OK, more than fair, um, you know, and they're 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 actually trying to help people to, to be legal. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of other data um, from other things, and I'm obviously not going to throw anybody under the bus here. Right. But I, I mean, there are things out there that are there um, that I. I wouldn't do, or I don't, I don't think we're right, but, um, and, uh, um, you know, and when you see the data, you can see things are going on, but I don't want to go into that at all. That's, uh, that's not, that's, that's above my pay grade, you know, but I, I think, I think everybody's trying to make sure, and that's all we want is a level playing field. You know, if the ball's legal, it is legal. It stays legal. It's legal. We, we just want, you know, we want the best man to win. We want the best manufacturer with the best legal performance to win. And we feel that's us. And, uh, um, and that's why I said, we've always subscribed to the fact that, um, our equipment was not going to soften, that our equipment is not going to be soft. Um, when they're using it, we don't, we don't have limited runs or special runs or do anything for the pros that we don't do for the you know for the regular bullets I feel and I, I'm not saying anybody else is doing that what I am saying though is that for us ethic wise if if somebody's using a nuclear forge on tv and crushing it with it and a bowler goes oh that ball looks perfect for me that ball should be exactly the same ball that that pro bowler is using it shouldn't be well he's got one that's tuned or maybe got you know, whatever, a different core, maybe it's softened a little bit or it's a different run. That shouldn't be how it is. It should be what you see on TV is what you can buy in the store. And that's what we do.
1: Scott, I want to go back to the beginning of this thing as you're building it. So you become a bowling ball company, all that stuff. Now, Obviously the goal <laughs> I would assume here at some point is to get a ball into a PBA member's hand uh, to the ability to right. maybe get on TV at some point and so forth. Right. What is that process like as far as trying to recruit, Guys that have never bowled with your product, don't know your product, and then trying to convince somebody to sign on to bowl with your product? Well,
2: I mean, PBA PBA guys, first of all, I, you know, and I, maybe, maybe, maybe 12 years ago, they didn't know who we were or they'd never thrown us up. They, those guys are throwing ourselves right now. I mean, guys. Oh, no, no, no. There. I'm
1: saying the first guy that you pitched or before you signed that oh, first guy. Tell me about that process. Way
2: back in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Man, one of the best, you know, we had uh, Scott Norton, great guy, yep. you yep. know, wonderful. He was the first kind of like big name guy that we had. Um, there were a couple other guys that were good, um, uh, you know, really, really, you know, super guys out there. Dick Allen, you know, was a guy of kind of came to us, you know. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of other guys. I, I just, you know, Lee, Lee, uh, Lee Vanderhoff, you know, I mean, and, and, and we've had some really, really cool people, you know, and actually they're all basically all still with us, you know, and, uh, um, but we, uh, I mean, it was initially, um, you know, Dick's such a, Dick Allen is a great example. He's such a wild ass, you know, that <laughs> that he kind of had burned a lot of bridges and Dick knows this is true. So he would not hang me out for saying this, but he said, you know, he said he's, he's, you know, he kind of gone through the process and worked for everybody and did stuff. And, and he just really couldn't find a home where they loved him, you know, where they liked his personality, where they liked his character, you know, he's a character. I mean, and, but I'll tell you what, he's a, phenomenal bowler and he's a phenomenal person. And, and, but he's just, he's just, he isn't going to, he isn't going to blow smoke up your rear end to, to try to further his own career. He's, he's just, he's going to call it like he sees him and he's and he you know, and that's it. And, and so we, it, it was, I got to give basically all the credit on this was um, to Brett Spangler. Okay. Brett Spangler is our pro tour rep. And Brett basically was our our liaison into the PBA. Brett is a, a very talented, hyper intelligent individual, and and he he kind of had the keys to the kingdom. So he knew these guys, and and you know he's the guy who said you know talked to Dick Allen and said, look, you know we'd love to have you here if you if you want to come over. And Dick and Dick did, and he's still with us, you know. But it, I, I gotta say it, it's it's, uh, one of those things where, um, you know, Brett talked to people and, and we got guys, he got a Scott Norton, he got, you know, um, we just, you know, we've had, you know, that's where it all came from. You get a good guy that people respect and people respect Brett extremely because they know he's, he's just, he's a very genuine, very honest person. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, and that, that was it. And then we back him up, you know, and that's why A lot of people talk about we're a family and we still are. And that, you know, I think it's a tribute to the fact that, um, you know, we as long as you're, you know, you're a good person, you're doing your best. We're you know, we're we're with you and we're going to support you all the way. So,
0: well, congratulations uh, on a great showing at the PBA League. I mean, your balls were looked great and a lot of the guys were throwing the forge, uh, nuclear forge. One of the probably the best signings that you guys ever had was EJ Tackett and what that guy (laughs) has done for your company.
2: I don't but know. Oh, no,
0: yeah. <laughs> but that, no, that's maybe. the question I have is, uh, we sure. in the shop, Scott, we get a ton of people come in that are the high average bowlers in town, and they are looking to get into a staff position uh, with a ball company. You're not alone getting these questions. I know Storm and Brunswick are the same. What avenue do these guys go toward to get a staff position with a ball company?
2: Let's, it's a great question, Dwight, and 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 I, I I get this question a lot. I mean, I get it. The phone will ring. I answer it. You know, people people call me. You know, and I answer the phone. If somebody calls, I will call them. I don't care if it's a bowler or who it is. You know. Anyway, here's how. If you want to get on staff for a company, here's how you do it. Okay. I I always tell them. You know, we don't put people on staff because we, you know, EJ. Yes. You know, it's just like he's there. But why do we we have EJ and tack uh tack it on staff because he's going to sell bowling balls for us, okay? That's really the bottom line. Um, staff people are there because they're basically gonna act like your agents out in the field and they're going to sell bowling balls for you, okay? That is the bottom line. That is that is what it all all comes to. It sounds mercenary, but that is really what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, like I, I have tons of friends They're not on staff. (laughs) I -hmm. I don't, you know. So it's just like I we put people on that we think will help the business grow. Okay, Um, and so what I tell people is uh, the best way to get on staff for a company is prove that you're going to make the business grow. So um, if you love a brand, you know, don't 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 call me, call Storm, call Brunswick, call all these different places. I'd like to be on staff, and asking everyone to be on staff. I don't want guys who are. I just want to be on staff for somebody. I just want free bowling balls. That guy's heart is not into, in, is not part of the family. You know what I mean? Right. We, we want guys that love the brand and, and then can do something productive with, with their love for the brand. And so, um, so that's, that's really what we, we tell them just do, you know, do, uh you know, web postings, do, do videos, do good videos. Don't do bad videos, do good videos, you know, um, be kind to others, you know, be, uh, be an ethical bowler, you know, be good, you know, to your family, you know, don't, uh, you know, don't, Don't go to jail, you know. know, Things like that, you know. Just, you know. And I got to tell you, you know, we we've had our share of, you know, like okay, you know, this is a difficult situation. But but we just we want good people. We want good people who love the brand. We don't want people who just love. I I I I love people who just love bowling, but you know, we really want their heart to be behind it because. If they're trying to actually promote our brand, they need to be sincere. And if you if you're just like, well, they're they're giving me free bowling balls, so I'm gonna say they're the best. That's not sincere, okay? So that's that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for guys who can be really sincere, really believe it. Because don't sell somebody a product you don't believe in. If you don't think we're the best, you shouldn't be selling us. You know, right. you should be selling whatever you think is the best. And I tell this to pro shops too. And I, Dwight, I've told you this before mm-hmm. too. Is that you know, we've had pro shops come to us and say, "I want to be a motive-only bowling ball company, you or bowling ball pro shop." And I'm like, you know, it, the thing is, is that you're you 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 really are going to limit yourself on that. You know, I I that's you know that's kind of a thing where uh, pro shops. I think that they they their job is to look at every bowling ball manufacturer and every bowling ball made, and then fit the person with that brand that is going to work best for us. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not to just go like, well, I'm going to recommend Motive because that's all I carry. I want you to fit them. I, you know, ethically, your job is to be their agent, to be their rep. And so, and so, and again, we feel the same way with staffers. You know, they need to be ethical. They need to really sincerely do that. And that's one of our things ethically is that I've got so many people that love the brand. Our job is to give them every bowling ball that really they're going to need to fit their clientele that's when they can ethically say i am going to tell you motive is the best because quality is phenomenal our warranty is great we back up you know we back up everything we're you know great customer service we make great products i mean you look at you know what we always say is is we want the best or i'm not going to really mess with it you look at our bowling ball bags they're amazing. They're yes. so good. They're they're the best in the industry. And why? Because we we spend the extra money. Our bowling balls are the best in the industry. I feel you know, and and most everybody who throws motor feels. And the reason for this is that you know, well, a great example is roundness. Okay, the legal limit right. on roundness is ten thousands out of round. Okay, and and we're averaging probably somewhere in the I would say the three to four thousands out of round. When we're doing every ball that we make is tested and this is not, you know, we could just say, okay, 10,000s out of round. That's good. Nope. We want the balls to be rounder. And so if a ball is like even approaches 8,000s out of round, we reround it. Okay. So, you know, they stick in the vacuum jigs and I'm not going to say that we've been a hundred percent, but we've been like 99.999%. Our stuff is really round. And so, um, you know, and, and that's something that people can't really see, but pro shops will yes. see it when oh, yeah, we see it, it every day, and it sticks, then it's, it's great. And the same thing with like cover stocks, you know, I mean, we use, you know, pure resin, we don't dilute down our cover stocks. We don't use extenders in them. We don't do any of the things where you can take value out of the, of the product without telling people about it, you know? And, uh, and so we, we do it right. And, um, the graphic system, that's far more expensive to do than, than you know, just, you know, engraving it and then putting engraving in. And I know because I was, we were the guys who made all the engraving fill for everybody, you know, came up with the epoxy engraving systems that, you know, were kind of state of the art and all that stuff. So it's, it's you know, it's just one of those things where um, we're giving you your money's worth. And it's not just the ball itself, but it's the engineering that went into it. Is I mean, we are doing our homework. We are not stopping until until that ball is phenomenal. And that's why people always say, you guys never launch a lemon. Everything's always really good, you know? And it's like, yeah, because we don't, I don't want to, I'm, I'm not trying to sell bowling balls. I'm trying to sell wonderful, perfect bowling balls. And uh, I want to make, you know, bowling balls really should not just be considered, um, you know, things. They're really performance art. You know and so it's um it's one of those things where it's you know for us it's yeah i want to make a living and yeah i want to sell bowling balls and make money and whatever all that good stuff and build the business but i want to build it on the fact that we built it the right way we built it ethically we built it by doing people a service and by and by giving them more than they were bargaining for not by just you know just you know again selling i always say you know some people just you know they want to sell ice cubes to eskimos that's a bad thing that's a horrible thing to do they don't need us you know they need blankets okay we're trying to sell blankets to us this kind of thing you know and so um anyway i don't mean to culture appropriate anything there but uh but anyway the um but you know we're just trying to be really really good um um you know just really good people and do it right and 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 build a a business you know build it the right way so.
3: i mean for years now it's been the battle of the oil protecting the lanes versus the bowling balls being manufactured. And every time it seems like some technology advances in oiling the lanes, the technology advances for bowling balls. But it's been kind of stagnant, I guess, with big jumps since, let's be honest, the Excalibur 92. It's been resin, and it's been kind of the stop. Uh, do you ever see that big advancement that some companies tried to make in the past? Uh, like the what was it the EFX with Columbia yes, yep. and the, do you ever well, see that getting away from res, or I is that something you guys here. are looking at getting away from resins and doing something else for high performance?
2: Oh, I, I did see, jump. Yeah, I mean there's I mean the, one of the things is that um, when you start looking at composites, you know basically you know thermal set, plastic things like that things that you can mold. Um, I mean there are there are uh, there's innumerable types of that epoxy and you know and all kinds of novelx and all kinds of things that you can you can work into but the problem is they're very cost prohibitive and they don't lend themselves very well to a rapid kind of manufacturing process um urethane is a a fantastic thing polyester is a fantastic thing because they cure rapidly okay um and they and they and and their shrink is is you know limited and things where when you get into things that you know that have High exotherm, you know, like epoxy and stuff. What happens is, is that you anything that exotherms hard or highly um, is going to expand, and then when it contracts, you've got you've got you've got issues. It creates a lot of issues like that, and so that's. I mean, you're always going to be bound by the fact that um, the exotherm and the and and the cost of the pro of the raw material is going to do it because you know there are things out there that you could do, you know, that probably, you know, you could, I mean, you can build an epoxy, ball. You can do things, but is it going to be better than your thing? No, you know, it's not going right. to be because it's, it doesn't, you know, it it doesn't have anything that's really, it's really bringing to the party other than, yeah, it's, it's durable and it's, you know, and it's going to be round and stuff like that. But it's, it, it, you know, until they come up with a new, you know, composite that kind of lends itself to, um, um, ad- adaptation. And I mean, this is really what I don't think people really realize this how much adaptation um is done to the to the cover stocks and stuff i mean we are that's what we do this is our company is based on engineering chemical engineering and that's why you know um you know you know it's one of those things where that's you i i i'm kind of stumbling here but i but we have to we have to be able to do things to the cover stock, otherwise everybody's ball would just basically be the same, you know. and Then mm-hmm. it would just be who's is the roundest. No, and uh, and and really, so we do. Uh, we have just a giant toolbox of things that we that we work with the cover stock on. And, I mean, so just, there could be uh, the wow. next big
3: technological jump in cover stocks, but it could cost that pl- a bowler a thousand dollars to get that bowling ball. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and there's bowlers that pay would pay it, that, well. by the way. I, mean, I know probably that. You <laughs>
2: pay it, but it's just it's not. You know, and I, I don't, I don't, and I don't see, I don't see anything. We've done it. I've done it. I've done everything. Every thermal yeah. set out there, we've messed with it. Okay. We're actually one of our fortes is epoxy engineering. We were, you know, the ball plug. Okay. We okay. came up with a great ball plug because what mm-hmm. did we do? we are we are epoxy engineers and we now we're urethane and epoxy engineers and uh and polyester engineers you know so we 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 know all this stuff and that's and that's really what we do and so um but i mean there's if you're looking for a big step forward the products that we have now just like going back to what ej said where he said i didn't suddenly just suddenly get hugely better he's like you know He's like, the equipment has gotten, you know, much, much better. And that's and uh, and I mean, we were great before, but now we're we've made a huge improvement in the products. And, you know, we have found some really good technology um, and we're putting it into the balls and uh, and uh, and it's um, and it's really helping. I mean, that's why I said, I, you know, the nuclear forge is something else. And uh, if you yeah. look at some of the new stuff we've got coming out, too, you know, it's 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 off the hook. So, yeah, really when a good. new
0: ball comes out, um, how many testers are you relying basically on the PBA to give you guys feedback? How many testers actually, when a new ball comes out, are actually, you guys using? Yeah, to we, get I mean, feedback?
2: yeah, right. And I mean, and we've got probably, um, it, I'm gonna say, you know, that really what we do is we have basically like four people that we that we work with the initial development on, because one of the things is when you don't want to make 40 balls of every new formulation that you do it, or you're not going to want to make very many test formulations. And so you make we make small batches of them and then and then we'll get them out to, you know, a few guys. And then once we find really, um, you know, basically it'll come down to two or three balls that we're trying to kind of thread the needle on um then we'll then we'll maybe encompass some of the other guys and and it's not just like everything goes to ej you know if it's a ball that we think ej would would really benefit from yeah then ej is the guy who's tested but but He's not always, you know, going to be the guy that's going to fit that by, you know, ball. Maybe it's Tom Smallwood, you know, or maybe it's AJ, you know, or maybe it's Dick Allen, you know, or Andrew Andrew Anderson, you know, another great guy, you know, and great feedback from all these guys. And uh, and so um, Maria, you know, gives us great feedback in, you know, Nathan Bohr. And it depends on who's you know. really going to benefit from that ball and really is into that style of role and then we'll we'll kind of work with those guys in the PBA but uh but I guarantee you every one of them throws it eventually you know pretty quick so uh because they all want it and you know so anyway and it's kind of funny because at the at the league there were guys from other other manufacturers digging into our guys bags because (laughs) our guys motion was so good and they were like Oh my gosh! You know, were, you know, I'm not gonna use any names, obviously, but right, we've got other guys from other teams throwing our stuff because they're like, "Holy crap!" You know, and so it's getting, it's getting it's, pretty cool out
3: there. It's almost silly season. I mean, calendar year is usually pretty much silly season to go in line with the PBA season and the PWBA season. Yeah. So it could be interesting if some of these guys that were looking in bowling bags are, uh, yeah, maybe right. dropping Scott an email or
1: something. <laughs>
2: this is, oh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, This,
1: this yeah. is the next thing that I want to find out because we've been trying to find an answer. Nobody wants to talk to us. And you may, you may say, no, I'm not yeah, talking I to you I got a big mouth. Is that what you're saying? That's where you're <laughs> no, you go. going. No, no. I'm just saying you may be willing to talk about this so Nobody else is. I, I want to know how it goes for contracts between bowlers and bowling ball companies. How does that work? Is it essentially a standard contract where everybody has the same, essentially, bonuses and so forth? Is it individually negotiated out like you would an NFL player or an MLB player? Everybody gets their own set of deals. Are there agents involved for these bowlers or is it just the bowler and you? How does that work?
2: Well, for us, at least, you know, one of the things is, is that we try to be really ethical about it. I mean, we'll be in contract with a guy and if he has an exceptional year, even though maybe his contract, you know, is like, you know, three years or 10 years or whatever it is. Um, and he's, he's just, you know, his value has increased to us we're going to renegotiate that contract. We're going, we're going to ask him to renegotiate it because we want to be fair to him. Okay. Um, the contracts are not the same for every guy. I mean, basically the language is, you know, of, you know, all the, you know, whatever, and, you know, the, you know, the legal terms, the legalese in it, but, um, but it depends on really on what they've done, um, you know, where they're going, um, what they're, how much they promote the brand, how much they're, you know, I mean, you look at like wesley lowe and aj johnson you know huge in junior gold okay um you know and so those guys have big value in that stuff for us beyond the fact that they're just PBA guys so there's all kinds of stuff andrew anderson you know a uh, great guy you know very very in tune with what's going on in the industry you know his value isn't just his bowling it's 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 his intelligence and it's his other thing you know ej you know it's just is you know he's amazing you know and he's just he he's so sincere and he's so down to earth and he's just so approachable that you know people adore him so i mean it, you you kind of try to take all these things and you try to give them you know basically what is fair value and and I, to be honest the the thing that you you do when you're negotiating this is you look at how they compare to the other guys because I don't want to give some guy who's done a bunch of stuff um like less than a guy who hasn't done a lot of stuff but I really like that guy or you know and I like him. Wait, all. wait, wait. I've heard I've heard
3: baby Tackett already has a contract ready to go and he's born to EJ and Natalie in December. Is that true? <laughs> Is that true that baby Tacket has a contract already?
2: It's like we're in the Bulgarian breeding program here thing. You know we've you know we've got we're we're teaming up bowlers and we're like signing their kids, you know I'll tell you what if you want to go to that, the, the the kids that I basically signed when they were babies were the uh the Jordan brothers. I don't know, you guys know Landon mm-hmm. and yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, I've known them since they were like three years old, okay, because their dad was one of our first staffers and he became one of my best friends. And, uh, and, and so those kids have been throwing our stuff since they were little and they still throw, you know, and they're, they're phenomenal bowlers. They're so, 16. Yes. And
3: I mean, Landon almost took down a PBA regional title last he year. He did. At oh, 15. I yeah, know. it was he's phenomenal.
2: Yeah. He's great. And he's going to be out there, um, this year too, doing some yeah. more stuff, but that, that, you know, both of those boys are amazing. And then I, I'll tell you a funny story about Rylan, their sister. Um, uh, Anthony said to me, said she's right-handed. Okay. And he said, uh, "I'm making her bowl left-handed and two-handed." And I said, what? "What? And he goes, "Oh yeah." He said, "If she's left-handed and two-handed, she will for sure get a college contract."
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay.
2: okay. So this starts when she's like four. He's like already,
1: you know, four.
2: prepping her for the for the college thing. And anyway, there they are. If you ever need a family that is the greatest family in the world to, to talk to and that are just down to earth and and just super great that is those those guys should be on the radio show
1: not me they are they are my heroes he's Dwight, got to
3: have their phone number too then
1: yeah I'll, I'll, guys, tell, us, tell us tell us
3: <laughs> yeah
1: uh, scott wilber uh, he's the president of motive bowling thanks so much for hopping on the spare time bowling show podcast man i really appreciate it oh my pleasure it was fun it was fun
2: anytime you guys
1: absolutely sounds good have a good rest of your day enjoy don't forget download the spare time uh bowling podcast on your odyssey app or wherever you download your favorite podcast ad and of course you can check out the video portion of this as we stream all these live on the odyssey sports youtube channel have a good one toodles okay. beautiful and yeah, there we go nicely done thanks dwight Yep, no problem. Could have done this on the radio like 10 years ago, but it's <laughs> it's good though. I mean